Welcome to the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Steve Maxey, and with my co-host and brother Jake, we are here to bring you guidance, fresh ideas, and the tools to help you become an impactful engineer. Well, welcome to our very first episode of the Impactful Engineering Project. My name is Stephen Maxey, and I am joined here with my brother, Jake Maxey. So what is the uh, Impactful Engineering Project? It is a project that my brother and I decided to start because we felt that there's a need for um, extra guidance for new engineers, as well as engineers who've been kind of pigeonholed in a, a very uh, acute role throughout their, their uh, beginning of their career. Uh, both of us have been fortunate in our own careers to have uh, really solid um, bosses, mentors, um, even coworkers that have really pushed us um, beyond our uh, standard engineer's uh, um, growth path to excel in, in our prospective careers, as well as um, you know build the relationships and and uh, the interpersonal skills needed to to be a really successful engineer. So do you have anything to add to that, Jacob? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, we've seen a lot. Um, I mean, I've been in the, the MEP, electrical engineering industry, for eight years. Um, I've been through multiple jobs. Each one had some great bosses, some great coworkers, good mentors. So we've seen a lot. Um, I feel like we have some good stuff to share. And uh, yeah, I, I just I feel like I just want to get the get the stuff out there. I feel like it's going to help. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, uh, so so as Jake just mentioned, he's he's an electrical engineer. Um, myself, I'm actually a mechanical engineer, and so we felt that our uh, um, our different um, engineering backgrounds would complement each other quite well for for a uh, podcast like this, um, because you know while there are different engineering industries, you know, mechanical, uh, electrical, civil, uh, nuclear, um, etc. Uh, we can all kind of take the same uh, learning cues uh, throughout the various industries and really be able to apply them to, to where we're working at. So uh, a quick little recap of my background. Um, I actually started out from school in aerospace for about three and a half years. Um, I was really fortunate to have um, a very brilliant uh, director of engineering who was really into um, like hands-on coaching. And so I learned a ton and then I had um, uh, a really nice uh, um, coworker who was actually just a CAD drafter, but he was so skilled in SOLIDWORKS, which is the, the CAD package I typically use. Um, and it just, I became super effective at, uh, at utilizing, um, at, you know, uh, SOLIDWORKS in, in my designs that it just kind of propelled my, uh, my growth path as a design engineer. So I've always been in new product development. Um, and then I was in the automotive industry and, and in that industry, I really learned how to network and how to um, uh, leverage relationships throughout the different uh, parts of the company, as well as uh, the industry as a whole to, uh, um, to, to grow as an engineer. And, and now I'm actually in uh, consumer products, uh, um, more specifically with hand tools. And it's the... I was able to bring in um, all the networking skills that I've learned in the past into this industry and just it's it's been fantastic. So 
Um, anyway, so enough about us. We just kind of want to give a quick recap. Uh, did you have anything else to add, add about your background, Jake? Yeah, sure. I'll just expand a little bit. Um, okay. I've, I've, I've been in the MEP engineering uh, industry my entire career. So I started out as, as electrical designer um, and was brought up pretty quickly through the ranks, um, became project manager um, for a bunch of architectural projects, uh, recently got my professional engineering license. So I'm licensed in five states now. Um, yeah, about eight years in the in the industry, electrical engineering. Awesome. <clears throat> so I do. I did want to say so, that, like to to your point, though, uh, you know, all the skills and uh, techniques and strategies and stuff we're going to discuss carries over into every engineering industry, um, just like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Jake and I have bounced ideas back and forth throughout our careers. Um, you know, even though we're in completely separate industries, uh, and uh, it's it's helped us, uh, you know, collaborate and 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 generate um, you know new ideas and and new action items for us to follow through on to to um, be more successful. And so, even though you know he has no idea what I do on a day to day basis, and I have no idea what he does on a day to day basis, we've we've been able to to really be able to collaborate. Uh, on, on all the principles and, and, uh, um, ideas that, that have just helped both of us, uh, uh, grow our own careers. So, so, uh, what does an impactful engineer look like? Um, an impactful engineer is an engineer that's able to, to really make an impact on not only, um, like the company they're working at, uh, but their, their fellow engineers to, to influence and coach, um, you know, even if they're not like a manager, uh, you, you can coach upwards, um, as well as, um, you know, being impactful in, in your, your community and being a, a good human being. Um, you know, both Jake and I feel that, um, uh, being a good human, uh, is so important, um, as, you know, not only being a good human in general, but, but it helps grow your influence, uh, in engineering as well. Um, do you have anything to add on that, Jake? Uh, I'm I'm sure we're going to expand on that a lot in the future. Um, it kind of probably sounds vague right now. Yeah. Um, but that's what we're going to build you guys. You know, help build people into, and we're still growing. Uh, we just feel like we want to share uh, what we've learned so far and uh, figure out what's next, um, and bring it out into you know the engineering community. So. Yeah, You'll, and we'll, we'll figure it all out, uh, and, and it'll make a lot more sense as we get into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and this is uh, this podcast was also uh, an idea for us to to grow ourselves. Um, you know, to to bring in guests that are far more experienced than us um, to discuss uh, new concepts and and you know as a as a learning avenue for us to grow. You know, continually. Because, you know, in the end, uh, uh, engineers like to continually learn, continually grow, um, and it, otherwise it just gets boring. So our, fir our first topic um, for today is going to be, you know, you're a senior undergraduate. Um, what do you do before you start looking for a job? You know, is there anything you can do while taking your classes, um, you know, before you actually start, um, you know, looking for a job and interviewing? And, and the answer is definitely yes. Um, you know, building a network, uh, reaching out to, 
alumni from your university in, in, in the fields uh, that you're interested in is very important because they're going to be uh, cheerleaders for you when you are applying for, for new jobs right out of school. And because cause they're already going to know you, they're, they're going to be at that, that same company you're applying for. And they're going to um, be able to, to put in a good word and also be able to explain the company culture to you so, so you can kind of decide what company you want to, to apply for. Because an interview is, is not just a one-way street. It's something that is going to be like you're interviewing the company to make sure that, that it's a good fit for you. And they're interviewing you to make sure they're a good fit or you're a good fit for them. Because otherwise, it's going to be a bad relationship, and there's not going to be a lot of success there. Yeah, and and I would I would say this is you know for not just the senior too. You can start this at any time uh, in your yes. undergraduate career uh, uh, education. Yeah, a, a lot more to come with uh, you know preparing for an interview. Like like uh, Steve was saying, it's it's a two way street. There's a lot of things you can do to uh, direct the interview for you, and also figure out if you would be a good fit for the company based on what you're hearing as well. Just talking about, you know, what job are you going to be in or, or what do you actually want to do with your degree or, or what, what are your goals? Um, as an undergraduate, I had no freaking clue. So <laughs> um, the school I was in uh, didn't have any uh, co-ops um, or, or a program to get you, uh, you know, interning anywhere. Um, and in general, just didn't really describe um, the m many industries that are available uh, when you have an engineering degree, especially, you know, electrical, electronic um, engineering degree. So definitely recommend, you know, figuring out what is the MEP industry? Uh, what would a, a more lab or scientific technical field look like? Um, instruments, uh, marine uh, engineering. Um, there's a, there's a lot to do with autonomous uh, uh, and, and robotics nowadays. I mean, really look, research it, figure it out. Um, a lot of the people I talked to and myself um, didn't really didn't really have a, a good idea of what we were going to do with our degree. Um, it's not ultimately important that you know. Um, you will develop a passion uh, when you get out of school and you start looking for jobs, but put a little more into it than uh, than say what I did. Um, and, and not get my first job and not even really know what the industry was when I got my first job. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, when I was, Cause at, you get busy, at, you get busy, you know, and, and yeah. that your focus doesn't really shift towards that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times you're just, you're, you're so ingrained in, in the, the, the classes themselves. You're just not thinking outside of that. The, you're just, the, you're just thinking Fourier, Fourier transforms. <laughs> You yeah. <laughs> all these hard equations and you're just ripping your hair out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was pretty fortunate in, you know, in school that I, I did know what industries that I wanted to be in. Um, and, and I ended up, uh, uh being able to, to join those. Uh, it took me a while. Um, yeah, uh, I graduated in, in 2010, which, you know, in, in the middle of a recession. So, so getting a job was, was quite hard, but, you know, I stuck it out because I knew I, I, the, the handful of industries I want to be a part of. And so, uh, you know, 10 months after I graduated, I finally landed a job in aerospace, which was one of the, the, the industries. So, um, you know, it's okay to, to not know what industry uh, you want to be in. And, you know, I found out that 
um, even the the industries I had the most interest in uh, not weren't necessarily actually the best best uh, um, ones to to work in uh, because it really just depends on the, the individual companies. Um, you know, I never thought I'd be working in uh, uh, hand tools, and it's been fantastic. Um, I've had a ton of fun there, and you know, they're great people. It's a great company to work for, and it's it blows me away that, you know, I thought, Oh, I'll be in the automotive industry. I'll love it and be the best. And, you know, while I, I did have a lot of fun in, you know, uh, certain jobs and in certain aspects of that, that part of my career, um, you know, that it actually kind of pales in comparison to, to what I'm doing now. And so I, I don't think the, the individual industry matters, um, to the level that, that most young graduates, uh, think it does. Yeah, I absolutely agree. My last job, I was pretty miserable at. Didn't stay long because I knew I was miserable and and I knew what my values were and that I needed to leave. But it's the same industry. I'm doing the same stuff at my new company and I freaking love it. Yeah. So it's about the people. It's about the company, what they can do for you, what you can do for them. And weighing your core values against what that company can provide is a huge deal. Yeah. So um, another perspective on on this question of of how you decide like what industry or or what type of engineering you want to work in um you know as your first job is um you know the the different roles within um uh, your engineering field so both electrical and mechanical engineering are pretty vast in in the, the options you have so and, and they actually overlap quite a bit so as far as mechanical engineering um you know you can go into uh, more on the manufacturing side, um, you know, designing tooling, assembly cells, etc. Um, you can go into um, test labs where you're you're running tests on on uh, whichever the, the the product is. Um, you know, there's a lot of standards to test things too. Or you can go into new product development, which is which is where I've been for the most the vast majority of my career, where you're designing new products. You know, that's that's kind of the the the, the sexy field of uh, mechanical engineering that everyone wants to be a part of but you know it's it's actually kind of a small portion of of the options of mechanical engineering and you know every industry could have different um types of mechanical or electrical engineers um you know my company has mechanical engineers in in the areas that i mentioned earlier in testing in new product design manufacturing you know it's the same degree but you're you have three different completely uh completely different areas within the company Right. Um, and, and different skill sets. Um, you know, we have electrical engineers as well in, in both the testing and, as well as the new product development. So, and yeah, and, and you'll find out what you like. Um, yeah. It could be an aspect of, of one of those jobs that's really appealing to you. Yeah. And I, I know mechanical guys who absolutely love the manufacturing side. They, they, they want to figure out how to, to tool things up, how to, to actually make the product, you know, and they could care less about designing the, the, um, like say a screwdriver you know they're like that that seems super boring i want to actually figure out how to make it um right. you know where, where me like i prefer the the design aspect you know i, I like doing the the more artistic uh you know uh, ergonomic design and, and and how to you know calculate the stresses that needed for um for the product etc so um you know school is a good a good opportunity to to try to figure out what um, direction of or area of, of the engineering field of 
that you like. Um, but definitely keep an open mind because there's so many different things that, that you probably don't even think of that could be super exciting and super fun. And yeah. that's only that's only half the equation. The other half is is the people in the company. So yeah. you you could be doing something that's that is not as sexy, um, like you know, depending on who you are. You know, it's for me like I don't particularly care for testing, but if I was a test engineer at a company that was amazing, then I would love to go to work every day. So, so it, it the company's the other half of that equation, and so you you want to to learn how to identify um, good company culture, um, driven people, uh, people who are in it to win, not to just collect a paycheck and and, and work uh, you know eight to five kind of thing. So, um, you know, and that that's something that we. We're, we're touching on here and, and we'll elaborate on, on further episodes as well. Yeah. So just to, just to kind of recap and get us back on track here. Um, yeah. So w- we were talking about you're in undergrad, uh, maybe you're a senior, what should you be doing? One of them, which was, uh, we talked about for a while was figuring out, you know, what industry you want to be in or reaching out and, and seeing what industries are in your area or available or, uh, that that you could work for while you're in school, um, I would definitely do that. And uh, and then we kind of touched on just kind of more on the uh, self reflection, figuring out who you are and what you, um, what industry might suit you the best. So we've kind of like wrapped that up. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely go into more detail about that in further episodes and how you can do that. Um, and maybe Steve at the end you can give them a, a one action item or something that they can take away. That they can do right away. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be beneficial. Um, did we have another uh, another topic we wanted to discuss about you're in school, uh, what, what we should really be focusing on? I mean, other than studies and getting through it. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you pretty much recapped that one. It's uh, uh, the, our other main bullet point for, for this episode was how do you decide in, uh, you know what industry or type of engineering you worked on. But, you know, we, we covered that pretty well. So, um, I think, um, you know, I, I think, uh, um, uh, an action item is for, for those who are, uh, you know, still in school to, um, contact anyone who is, uh, either a class above you or has recently graduated in, in your school. Cause, cause typically there, there's some, uh, uh, class level overlap when you're, when you're going through school. So you meet quite a bit of, a um, older classmen um, and to, to reach out to them and, and see, you know, what companies they're at, um, ask them about the company culture, how they like it, uh, what do they do on a daily basis and, and just kind of interview um, the alumni from, from your school uh, and, and your, and your program to, to kind of get a better picture of, of, of what's out there. Um, I, I think that would be a, a great first step um, to, to kind of figure out where you want to go. Yeah. And I feel like today it's really easy guys. <laughs> yeah. Get on, get on, uh, get on social media. Everyone's got a profile that would be in your alumni class. Yeah. Um, I'm sure uh, everyone, you know, your professors would be, would be glad to connect you with anyone, you know, you want to talk to also the companies around your, your area that know of your school. I mean, you could straight up call them. Yeah. Um, let them know who you are, what you're trying to do, and if they have time uh, for you to come by 
and you know just stop by real quick and have a discussion. Um, ask them about those intern if they uh, offer internships. Um, maybe there's a co-op through your school. Um, mm-hmm. You know, really look into all that. And e- even if you don't think you're going to be in the industry that the internships are available in, it's I still think it's worth your time making those contacts and working that part time and seeing getting to know people and practice the things that you're going to hear um, on this show in the future with those people. Um, yep. Practice it with what you're doing right now in your classes, wherever you're working, um, whatever jobs you can get as internships, just, just practice all the stuff now and develop it. And you'll be, you'll just, you'll be so far ahead of the competition um, when you're out there, you know, competing for a job. Yep. Yeah. And um, definitely make a LinkedIn account. Um, It is uh, a valuable tool for um, hiring managers like myself. Um, I've, I've, I interview people probably three times a week. Um, and I always look at LinkedIn because it's kind of a living resume. And then, you know, you could see uh, a lot of people will, will leave feedback on, on their, uh, their connections. Um, and it kind of gives you a little bit better uh, insight into their, their experiences and skill sets than just a, a standard resume. Um, so, so definitely create a LinkedIn uh, account and, and, Fill out everything you possibly can and ask uh, students, professors, um, coworkers, if you just recently graduated and started your first job already, um, ask them to, to, to leave you recommendations on LinkedIn. Um, it, it is a very valuable tool and recruiters use LinkedIn um, uh, very heavily to, to find new talent because um, a, a lot of times that's really the, the, the best way to, to look for specific skill sets. Um, you know, like like my company looks for plastics all the time, and plastics is not something that is is uh, taught in school uh, very heavily. And so you really have to find people who are in that industry, and and finding those people and and trying to recruit them. Um, you 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 go through LinkedIn because you can see their experiences and 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 see the the, the feedback from from their peers. So, so yeah. definitely create a LinkedIn account. Um, like now yeah i i yeah i agree yeah i can't say it enough create the linkedin account not only you know at, at first you're going to be promoting yourself of course um it, people are very active they will reach out to you um i get reached out to all the time um not just because of the years in the industry or or the pe license or anything like that um but you make connections like crazy but when you get that job and it's the one you really love and you want to start growing it and and doing more than just your you know technical job you can turn your page into a marketing machine for your current company as well it's, yes it, it's just very it, it'll keep adding value as you go through your career so start it now figure out how to use it there's millions of books from many people uh, on how to be good at it and yep. i definitely focus on that too yep all right guys um i think that's going to be uh a solid uh, first episode for us. Um, we have a lot more topics to cover, obviously. Um, and then, you know, we're going to start bringing in guests uh, uh, once we start really rolling here to to ask them questions and, and to get their their insight into their uh, their companies, their 
their their fields of in the industry, um, as well as um, you know those soft skills that are so critical, which uh, you know we are definitely going to dive heavily into um, on almost every episode. And uh, you know, look forward to our uh, look forward to our next episode. And yeah, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Hey guys, I hope you had a great time listening. Maybe you learned something new. Maybe you got inspired or at least took one thing away that you'd be able to use. Maybe you just had a good laugh. Impactful Engineering's hope and mission is that through this podcast, we can play a small part in expanding the reach and awareness of engineering and all of its many areas of application. The multiple engineering career paths available can be hugely rewarding as part of a fulfilled life, creating opportunity to impact nearly everyone in the modern world. An engineer's work helps to foster creation of new technologies, creates safe and comfortable environments in which people can work, and lends to the sustainable future of everyone on the planet. The world needs more impactful engineers. Our vision is to provide engineers with the perspective and the tools to allow themselves the opportunity to become the most impactful engineers they can be. Included in our vision is to grow the impactful engineering community to a point where we can provide full-ride scholarships to students in every single U.S. state every single year. This is an enormous goal, and with your help, we can get there. To start, we will continue to execute this mission in the way that we know how, having conversations, telling stories, and talking about what we find interesting and are passionate about. If the episode made you think, made you object, made you think you could possibly be doing something more with your day, or brought about an idea that you could spend more time on developing further, please share the show or recommend it to your friends. Even if you didn't personally think it was a huge help, there may be someone that you know that could benefit from it, and that's all we can ask for. Until next time on the Impactful Engineer Podcast.